Uh, Ryan Cruz, uh, great speaking with you. Uh, great, great being here. Thanks for having me. Can you explain what the state's housing elements are and what it takes for cities and counties to comply? Yeah, so the state housing element is a, a cycle that happens every eight years. And in local jurisdictions, counties and cities have to prove that they can accommodate the housing need in the state. And uh, so the state kind of designates a what they call a regional housing needs uh, allocation each year. We call it the RENA number. And that that dictates how much housing we need to meet the people that need to be housed in, in our localities. And how that happens on a city and county level is it's this big effort to, um, you know, prove that we can accommodate this. And in the past, it, it's been kind of a check the boxes type of thing, but that really changed in this cycle. Santa Barbara's uh, housing element was recently approved. In your story in the SB Independent, uh, you explained that it was a long, drawn out process. How is the, either the city or county able to meet the state's uh, mandates? Well, it, it was it was a lot harder this time because I the arena numbers were almost uh, a little bit more than double what they were last time. I think it went from 11,000 to 24,000 for the whole county. So for the county of Santa Barbara, they had to accommodate 5,664 units in the unincorporated parts of this the county. And that that came to be a challenge because they couldn't meet that with um, just regular zoning. So in the city of Santa Barbara, and some other smaller cities like Goleta and Carpinteria, they were able to meet the, that need with, you know, straight zoning changes where the are, are straight accommodating with with properties that were already available in the county. They had to rezone or they're, they're going to have to rezone uh, a good amount of properties to meet that that quota that the state handed down. And this time around, it was a lot more stringent and and strict scrutiny from the state regarding we we don't just have to prove that we could build these houses we have to actually have viable locations where housing could be built where in the past it seemed like uh counties could kind of you know put all of their their eggs in one basket and say okay we're going to build a thousand units in one area now you can't really just say that it has to be really proven. And it was a long process and that forced a lot of people to miss the deadline and be subject to what's called the builder's remedy. Was there any pushback against the proposed housing elements uh, in local government? Yeah, I think all across California, uh, you know, we had a few uh, local jurisdictions that, you know, bucked the, the state's, um, the state's coming down with, with this need for housing and, and a lot of the smaller cities, um, would say, you know, this is not working for us and our growth is smaller. So one example in Santa Barbara County is Carpinteria, where they really wanted to preserve the small town character. And, you know, this this state mandate of you have to meet uh, an X amount of units, they felt like it didn't work. But these local jurisdictions, their hands were tied where you couldn't really legally go against the state. Uh, a few did, uh, Beverly Hills, um, there's a few that that tried to, you know, kind of say they were not going to do, they were not going to do their housing element, they were not going to meet it. And the state really came down strong and, and against those jurisdictions and said, you know, well, we're going to shove the housing down your throat if you don't. And it it became, you know, they had these huge developments in their backyards due to their reluctance to build housing. In your story, you mentioned that Goleta and Carpinteria have not yet received their final approvals. Yeah. Um, so so 
the final approvals, it, it's kind of a, a wonky thing. The state has to approve and, and find the adoption in substantial compliance. And so with the, the city and the county, they both, you know, adopted their housing elements in December 2023, but the state has 90 days to review that process and and find their adoption in substantial compliance. So when HCD sends that golden letter, that is when you are all set and your housing element is fully adopted. So Galida and Carpinteria have adopted their housing elements. Their city councils have fully adopted the plan. The plan is fully baked and ready to go. It's just the state giving that final review, which can take up to 90 days. Uh, where will most of the allocated uh, new housing be and where will where will we see the first start of uh, new development? Is the proposed housing on the Lacumbra Mall part of this or is this or is this something separate? So that's where it, it, it kind of gets a, a little confusing too. So the builder's remedies projects are, are a little bit separate. The Lacumbra project is not a builder's remedy project. It, it could go towards our arena numbers, but it would have to get built by 2031. And what we're seeing is a lot of housing is being proposed. Oh, wait, so it has to be actually built, not just proposed. It doesn't have to be built, but to count towards the arena, um, it would have to be built. So you can basically, yeah, the, it doesn't count towards that arena total for the 2023 to 31 cycle unless it's built in that time. Um, which, you know, we've failed to meet before and that, but it hasn't really become a problem in previous cycles where this time the state has really been very strict and opened up the, the gates for, you know, developers to, with the state density bonus, which is, is what the Lacumba project is using, um, where you can build bigger than you normally can, as long as you're providing the affordable housing that the state needs. Can you give specific examples of where in Santa Barbara that new housing is going to be allocated for? Yeah, so in in Santa Barbara County, um, a lot of the the rezones are floated for the Eastern Goleta Valley, and there's been a lot of pushback from that because residents of Goleta uh, feel like they've been kind of shafted and they've had all the housing placed right outside of their boundaries, and that and that would be you know. Um, the some agricultural areas, the San San Marcos growers. Uh, there's a Tatum, the Tatum field um, near San Marcos growers too. And you know, there's there's a fear that all this agricultural land is going to be converted to housing. And you know, it it's kind of a complex explanation when you ask the county where right outside the city lines of Galita is considered already urban development. It's considered you know it already has the infrastructure that we need with. Uh, water and electricity, where if you floated these these projects out in Gaviota or somewhere a little bit farther, it, you know, it, it's not viable. But, you know, I think there's a, a big push uh, within the Board of Supervisors and Laura Capps and Joan Hartman to find more properties within the, the county, the county-owned properties that can be used. So we'll see that in the next coming months where the rezones exactly are. Um, Cause that, you know, still remains to be seen. Can you explain how a builder's remedy works? Yeah. So the builder's remedy has been part of the housing law for nearly 30 years. Um, and, and what it does is it's, you know, a paragraph in the housing accountability act that says if a county or city does not have a certified housing element, 
that a developer can propose a project that, you know, as long as it has 20% affordable, it can be bigger than and denser than is normally allowed in the city. And as it, the city doesn't have any say over the subjective design, it has to be as long as it meets the objective boxes, it kind of gets a, a free pass through the system. And that's five reviews. And it's kind of a yes, no type of review. Um, they can't really tell the developers what to change about it. And that, you know, that's changed the the power dynamic and, and kind of put a fear that um, a lot of these projects are going to get built that aren't fit for the neighborhood. And, and wh whose fault would that be? You know, it's, the state and the counties and cities for not building for all this time and where this this little piece of law suddenly became a, a big factor because you know developers realized a lot of these jurisdictions um you know most of them had missed their february 2023 deadline uh which meant they were all kind of open to apply for these builders remedy projects uh thank you uh ryan cruz uh with kcsb news uh this is robert stark Thank you so much.